This is the MagicWordPodcast.com. Good morning, everyone. It is Scott Wells for the MagicWordPodcast.com, and here we go. We have just uh, departed colon. Yeah, we've left the colon. Uh, Michigan and uh, Abbott's get together, and, and we are now in Midway in Chicago. Early morning to catch a magic carpet on Southwest Airlines and fly to Las Vegas, where we will be picking up for a, another convention which is known as Magic Live, and that's going to be fantastic. I, as always, Stan really never lets people know in advance who it is that's going to be there, who's going to be uh, performing, or anything on the schedule. So just like the magazine, it's a surprise when it arrives. In, it used to arrive in your mailbox, and you would turn the page and find out what's happening on the next page. And so it's going to be fun and exciting. All I know is there are 1,600 people, 1,600, that's right, people who will be attending. And it's going to sell out for a while, and I've been on this list where people are trying to scramble for last-minute tickets. And so I know that some people have been looking for tickets, and others at the last minutes have been able to to sell their tickets and anyhow lots of uh, issues and trying to get it going and coming but we just left a great convention i tell you it was so different in colon where you had a lot of people who were uh in this small town and i can't imagine nor would i really want the convention to expand to the size of magic live because if it did you would just be waiting in line all over town whereas colon has uh, the unique thing about the uh, little town is just that, the smallness of the little village that you have right there. Well, anyhow, so we are just uh, um, sitting in a coffee shop, not a uh, Dunkin' Donuts, and I say we because guess who's here? Trixie Bond. Hey there, Trixie. Good morning. Good morning, Scott. (laughs) I didn't want to leave Colon either, especially that early in the morning. And so we drove out of town. There were wet. It's raining. It was raining in Colon. It's been raining all the way to Chicago, as a matter of fact. Yeah, light rain. Not too bad. Well, no, it was wonderful having come yeah. from Texas and not seeing any for 90 days. But it was sad to see the main street of Colon with all the wet, limpy cards that the kids <laughs> had scaled across the street. I mean, just littered thousands and thousands of yeah. playing cards. Yeah, it looked like snow on the street yeah, almost. Yeah, it, it really did. And... I was just reminiscing what a great time we had in Colon. People are so nice, and I, I want you to not talk about it too much because it is small and intimate and yeah. um, family-like. Especially, you know, I thought years ago I wanted to come, but I was always working really hard in August. And um, now that we have the opportunity, I thought, staying with a family? Who wants to do that? Because there's not any hotels. It was scary at first, but... We love the family that we stay with, and um, they've just, you know, I talked to Russ and Lorraine throughout the year, and uh, even though Mark and Sue Holstein stay there and live in Texas, that's just about the only time. Yeah, there are five of us that that share their home with them. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. it was fun, and boy, what fantastic shows that Colin had. Who would think uh, in the middle of nowhere... That there would such international acts. Such international acts. And this Japanese contention that closed Friday night was unbelievable. They were awesome. And now we're heading to Magic Live. And you've attended this uh, Magic Live for a number of years, haven't you? You were the first one, I guess? Uh, not the first one, but... You got there as quick as you could. <laughs> you got that, like, colon, too, right? 
No, but I've attended Magic Live for a long time, and the, the exciting part about that is not knowing what's coming. Mm-hmm. But you know something's coming. <clears throat> and I was trying to explain to um, another magician in Colon who'd never been to Magic Live about it's just a different experience because they set up theaters and it's a magical experience that was hard for me to translate um, to him about how the close-ups presented and the themes that go on. And, right, and Stan always tries to do something different each year and that's what's kind of exciting too because I know some people are coming just to see how he's going to walk that razor-thin tight wire. Is it going to fall or not? You know, and some. How can you be better? How can you top it? Yeah, how can you top the previous years? Right? And uh, the new acts that he seems to get that I've never heard of or seen before. Um, So, yes, it is. uh, I'm looking forward to uh, Las Vegas. As always, just so many things to do. I mean, outside of just the regular stuff that you're, the the magic. I mean, there are obviously the shows and everything. Uh, The people come into town early or they stay late. Uh, Because of the convention in Colon, I was unable to arrive early because I know that there was a big party that Fielding West was having. It was not only just a private birthday party invited a few people, but he had also opened up a thing with Fielding and Friends, and where I, which I know there were several magicians who were performing there. And then also Paul Stone was giving a tour of the Siegfried and Roy home yesterday. So there were just a lot of uh, things. Siegfried and who bought that? No one I know. It wasn't a magician. It was just some investors. Do you know if they're going to refurbish it? Uh, That's a good question. We might find that out as the week unfolds. Well, I know you usually come early and stay late, but you're not staying too late this time. Yeah, I'm just going to stay for a day late. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, my plans were thwarted just a little bit. Uh, But uh, I do want to also say that this episode is brought to you by the Friends of the Magic Word. Those are the ones who financially support us. I want to welcome uh, a new friend of the Magic Word, David Jones, who had... Uh, who had sent uh, some uh, money via PayPal. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, David. And also, while I was in Colon, that uh, Jerry Costello also uh, gave some additional uh, funding that uh, he donates each year then whenever I see him, as does Michael Trick. So thank you guys very much for your patronage. And if you guys would like to find out more about how you can become a friend of the Magic Word and could get some pretty cool perks along the way, too, if you can pledge through Patreon, uh, or even PayPal that will uh, uh, send you some, some pretty cool things. Go to the themagicboardpodcast.com and you'll see a link there where that you can learn more about that. Uh, and one other thing too, just kind of a quick appeal, I'm going to be heading to Germany. I'm going to uh, be over there for Oktoberfest in September, which will be, I think I'm going to be over there like the 14th through the 23rd, something like that. And uh, while I'm there, I'm going to be in Munich for a few days. But for the rest of the time, perhaps there might be some other German friends who uh, are listening to the podcast who might like to uh, uh, get together. I'd love to uh, have a chat with you. If you want to, if, if you are available and uh, I can stop by and visit, please drop me an email, Scott, at themagicwordpodcast.com, and I'll try to arrange something uh, during that time to let you know my schedule and hopefully we can work out something. I'd love to uh, see you guys over there. I was talking with Huey Spiritic uh, and I believe I'm going to be giving a lecture in Munich uh, one evening while I'm there. But anyhow, I've kind of gone on enough already and so uh, you about ready to uh, enjoy Drink coffee. That's right. I'm going to have some coffee. I didn't get the donuts but they're coming with my breakfast. We're at a diner here right now. It's good, good, good black coffee. Just a minute. Yes, sir. 
That's good hot black coffee. That's good stuff. And uh, the stuff we're going to be seeing this week is going to be good stuff, too. So I'm looking forward to it. So, Trixie, last words? Oh, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one for Las Vegas. And so with the Magic Word Podcast. See you on the other side. This is Scotty out. I have arrived in Las Vegas, and what's one of the first things that I do when I'm in Las Vegas? You regular listeners know, that's right, you can hear kind of the noise in the background. That's because they're making fresh french fries and double cheeseburgers, and uh, they're making stuff animal style here at the In-N-Out Burger in Las Vegas. Yeah, and uh, some other people say, hey, you want to go to dinner? And I said, if you're going In-N-Out, I would. So, (laughs) I'm not here by myself. I'm here actually with uh, Nick Altieri. Hey there, Nick. Hello. And this was your first experience of coming to In-N-Out, because you live in Boston, so tell me, what do you think of In-N-Out? I actually love it. Very good food. Why do you think? You had you had animal-style fries, too. I did have animal-style fries. I hear that's the best way to go, and I concur. Explain what's on it. Well, you have a mixture of um, bacon bits with their special sauce, some cheese on the fries. Mm-hmm. They're my cheese fries, basically, with Thousand Island sauce covering the rest of it, and bacon. Oh, my goodness, yeah. <laughs> You're an animal. Uh, and, yeah, the fries and everything is really good. Very good. And this is your first uh, Magic Live as well, right? Second one. Second one, okay. Yes. So, uh, is there something, I was going to say, you really don't know what to expect here, so uh, you, why'd you come back a second time? Well, my first impression of Magic Live was so good that I felt like coming back would be, uh, you know, experience that uh, again, and so far, so good. <laughs> so far, so good. Still Sunday afternoon, and we only just got our badges. Uh, and as always, they, what they uh, as always what they have been doing for a number of years is taking your photos and putting them on a photo badge, which is really cool. But this year is something a little bit different. For those uh, who had paid attention to the emails that Stan was sending out, he'd also requested that if you want to send photos of your early promo uh, pictures, please do that because the theme for this year is called Beginnings. And so they want to kind of go back to your roots and have everybody begin. And so let's have one of your early shots of you when you were uh, young. And then also you could put something on the bottom of the uh, your name tag as to what it was that uh, got you involved in magic in the first place anyhow. So there are several of us who had done that, but there are several others who didn't uh, because they missed the email or whatever. So it worked out uh, uh, okay. So um, anyhow, uh, we had to say we're having a great time so far, and uh, the Orleans is prepared for us. Everywhere you go, it's like, hey, how you doing? Hey, good to see you. Great to see you over here. Uh, we'll talk later. And uh, so we're just taking an early break because I figure there's not going to be another chance for me to get back over to In-N-Out, but I'm loving it. This is great. So I'm glad that you're enjoying it too then, Nick. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> yes. A lot of familiar faces, too. It's great to see good people. Yeah, a lot of fun. So, uh, we're going to be uh, talking to some of those good people uh, throughout the next few days, so be sure to tune in and listen regularly. So, for the Magic Word Podcast, that was Nick Altieri. This is Scotty Out From the In-N-Out Burger. We've got back to the hotel. We just left In-N-Out Burger, which it was good, as of course, as usual. And a couple of people, I always really going to run into a lot of people. And so we're going to try and be brief and hit as many people as we can. Uh, and I don't mean that physically, but I just ran into almost, <laughs> almost literally. Mark Souza. Hey there, Mark. Hey, how you doing, Scotty? You recognize that chuckle, that laugh over there. <laughs> uh, and, of course, then my good buddy, Mike Close. Hey there, Hi! 
Oh, you'd recognize that voice. Sorry. It's the Las sorry. Vegas client. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Las Vegas client. Hey, Scott, good you to see you. You've got to be getting used to that. It's not quite the same as Canada, though, I no, guess. No, not, not the same as Canada. Not, not at all. No. So, Penn and Teller Fools, they had some taping this week. Is that right? We're here. I got here on July 31st, and uh, we just finished our first week of taping. It's a 20-episode season, season. Mm -hmm. so that's like 84 magicians we're shepherding through this process. And what season is this again? 10. This is season 10. Hard to believe, hard to believe. And uh, we have two more weeks of taping, and I just, uh, today's a day off, and uh, so I stopped by Magic Live just to say. Just because you you, you couldn't get enough magic, so you came here to see some No, it's more the fact that I've been out of the picture for about three years. I I didn't leave home. This is the first I've been out of the country in three years. Well, we see you, uh, you know, on your uh, your Zoom things you were doing. Oh, well, yeah. During COVID, it was awesome, the things you did. I I can't give hugs to people through Zoom, and that's important for me. So it's just great to see many old dear friends and yeah. catch up and I'm, I'm just glad to be here the yeah. season is is we've got some really really astonishing acts and non-card stuff a lot of nine cards oh no it's all card stuff okay there it's we all, go. it's all it's, uh, the only thing we booked we for this season uh, if if you didn't do a trick that required three pharaoh shuffles in a second deal You're not in. we didn't hire you That's just, and mark can vouch for that because i had to teach him that trick yeah. you know and boy it took me at least three days to learn that exactly damn thing. Right. It was, it's exactly it was right. a finger cracker. It, you was, know. it certainly was. What what Mike didn't mention is not only they have eighty four contestants, that means Penn and Teller have to do twenty, 20 new rooms. tricks. That's right. Oh, that's right. One every week. That's right. Boy, that's who, that's really who consults cool. with them with their ideas. Well, many times I do, but my uh, the challenge for me this year is we had so many contestants that required my time. I didn't really have as much input on what they were doing, but they found other people to help them. There's, there's uh, a Andro is Andro from, Andro Spain, is from Spain, is who has big... fooled them five times yeah, now. And yeah. Penn and Hondro just did a, a duo show together in Spain That's right. in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Penn's been learning yeah. Spanish. Uh, so he's like an amazing creator, yeah. and he's been working with yeah. them as a consultant. Wow. Since Johnny has not been working, obviously, so he, he left, then who has been... Your other person. There is it's no other person. Just because I me. talked to you last time, you said it was just you. I didn't know if you had sense in you've added no, somebody. No, you know, Johnny and I had the advantage of having a common mentor, mm-hmm. uh, Harry Riser. Harry lived right. in Chicago when Johnny was there, right. and of course, Harry comes from the Charlie Miller Vernon, mm-hmm. you know, school. So he and I, Johnny and I, both had the same aesthetic view of magic. We yeah. knew what magic should look like, so we didn't really argue about that kind of thing. We were both working the same way. And for me to find somebody else who can do that and to train somebody else right. yeah. to do it, it's actually easier, although it's more work for me, I see. it's actually easier for me to do it than to butt heads with somebody who might be going the other way. Yeah. But I've been working on the show since January. Yeah. And have hunt, you know, have you got a lot of stuff kind of in your mind in the cans well, in your I, life I mean, in July. We, we do Zoom room. call after Zoom call yeah. after okay. Zoom call. And it's pretty much a year-round thing for you, then. Well, not quite, but it's Almost, when yeah. it's happening, it, it 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 involves a lot of my thought process. And on kind of a related subject, and I'll close is that when I was at Abbott's last week, I got to sit down with Dick Stoner. Oh, he's ninety-three wow. years old. Wow, Dick. You know, Dick is of the two people who were the most influence on me. Dick Harry is Ryan. one, and Harry Rice. That's why is I mentioned. Him. I knew he was. And you know, I I'm. I owe a lot to Dick Stoner simply because he's one of the best 
most ethical magic dealers around. He never sold me anything that I couldn't handle. Yeah. And the main thing I got from him is that you could do magic and be funny at the same time. Yeah. And that, for me, is a big deal. Like, the, like the piano players I loved were Victor Borga, right. um, Steve Allen, you know, people, Pete Barbuti, people right. like that who could be funny and still play kind of the funny instrument. That, uh, he mentioned Steve uh, Allen. I think he was on Steve Allen's show. Because we, we, I, I did an episode that's going to be coming up, kind of a sneak preview for you guys uh, to uh, listen to the future when you hear him. But Because uh, obviously he was in trade shows and everything else and on television with all the. Because uh, yeah. he did a lot of comedy and whatnot. So, yeah, I knew he was influential. And I thought I you saw, might like to know. I saw Dick Stoner when I was in kindergarten. Yeah. In Fort Wayne. Wow. Kindergarten or first grade, something like that. He did a, an assembly, and I still remember what he did. Oh, that was, was the first time I saw Hippity Hop Rabbits. That was the first time I ever saw a ghost tube where he produced all the yep. silks. Yeah. Yep. And I still remember the joke that he said, you know, you're using your sleeves. And he said, why would I use my sleeves when I have all these handkerchiefs? <laughs> I still remember that joke. Yeah. So Dick joke. was great, and he was he's always been great, and I, I love Dick Stoner. He's a great guy. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to let you guys go. All right. So the Magic right. Bird Podcast, that's Marcus Souza and Mike Close. All right. Scotty, yeah. So the uh, welcome party has just started, and when I've come in the door, there must have been 15 people that uh, were welcoming each other, and one of the people I've been wanting to talk to for quite a while, and he has agreed to sit down with me. <laughs> Here he is, Dana Daniels. Oh, hey, Dan. oh nice, nice to see you. And you as well. And uh, you left your, uh, your, your parrot at home? He's at home. He's feeding the dogs, taking care of the house. Taking care of the house. Yes. Okay. And my wife, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten his name. Luigi. Luigi, Luigi. Luigi. My, my, my name, my, mine went blank for a minute. Well, before we got on, we were just talking about Divernon and uh, some stories. And you were saying what did you about the door for the castle? The very first time I ever met, uh, no, I was working the door. For, I was a Long Beach mystic. Yeah. And I uh, joined when I was 11 years old. And, and we had the It's Amazing show. I wasn't on it, but I was uh, working the door, taking the tickets, you know. And Divernon, I, and I certainly knew who he was. And I seen pictures of him. And I think I seen him on TV on the Magic Circus or something, and and so I took his ticket. I was very excited. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh my gosh, that's Diver. And it was like seeing Houdini. Yeah. And uh, and then years later, when I became a member of the council, I would see him up there, and I never really got to know him. I kind of regret that. I was, I think I was still intimidated a little bit. Say, maybe. Yeah, to go and approach him and talk to him, and and you were just telling me how nice and approachable guy he was. And I'm going, man. I wish I would have. Yeah, wish I, I took that opportunity because now you can't. No, that's yeah. true. Which is good advice that you, you're talking yes. right there. You know, take you, those opportunities. Take exactly. Those opportunities. If you see somebody, uh, what are they going to say? But no, or you know, brush you off or whatever. Yeah. And you should always, I think, take advantage of whoever you're going to be able to see and talk with because they may not be here tomorrow. I mean, Dan Garrett's been a longtime friend, and he just passed this last oh, week, and it was so sad. You know, I heard that and people like that who you just you know think they're going to be around forever. Right. You know, and we're not. And right. so, as we're all getting older. You know. Yes. <laughs> Even Luigi. I'm Even on Luigi. my third one. I was about to ask you. Now, I thought the parrots lasted longer than that. This particular type, I always use a uh, spectacle Amazon parrot because I love their uh, demeanor. Yeah. And uh, uh, the first one lived 29 years. They usually live about 25 years, okay. this particular kind of parrot. And then, parrots last over 100 years or something. You know, oh, that's, that's, that's rare. That's okay. uh, yeah. The bigger parrots will do that, like a macaw. Yeah. Uh, or the, you know, like the, but the, even that's kind of rare. They might live like 80 or something like that. 
as far as I've been told, you know. Yeah. You know. Wow. But, uh, yeah, I'm on my third parrot, so, and he's eight years old, this one. So he's got some more. He, he probably lasts. He's got to last me on yeah. this one. Yeah, <laughs> Almost on this one. <laughs> well, as I said, when we were just coming in, it was interesting because I, the first one I saw was Alex Ramon, and we were get, hugging it out, and then he was saying, hey, Dana was just saying about how much that he had uh, li- liked the podcast, and he said he listened to both episodes, and then all of a sudden it's like, is this Dana? Just yeah. as you were walking in. <laughs> yeah, it was me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you were out in, we would say, like a six-mile walk or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, you know, I spent half a year in Maui working out yeah. there. And and, Warren Annabelle. Yeah, Warren Annabelle's Magic, yeah. and... So, during the day, you know, it's like I go find something to do. So I take these long walks. There's plenty of places of walking in Maui, and so. Oh, so it's your profile that I've been seeing: long walks on the beach. Yes. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hang out with Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. One of those uh, parrot heads or uh, fin heads. Yeah. Anyhow, thank you, Dana. A good oh. talking, a good seeing you, and we will uh, sit down and have a longer conversation while that we're here. That would be wonderful. Look forward to that. <laughs> so the Magic Word Podcast. So it's Dana Daniels, Scotty out. Another uh, good friend who you had perhaps heard before on the podcast, if you go back and listen to an episode, well, probably about a year ago, I guess, uh, it was Paul Stone. I got him here with me right now. Hey, Paul. How are you doing there? Fantastic. So the reason I would like to chat with you is not only because it's always good to catch up with you, but also that you've been promoting on the New Zealand e-zine for a while prior to this convention that you were going to be giving tours of Siegfried and Roy's home. And that was yesterday and today. How'd that go and how many people went on the tour? Uh, well, it was a limited number. We only yeah. had we only it was only for twenty five people. But it was uh, it's not like we're going to do this forever. It was just a one off really op- or two off opportunity, uh, only because I'm uh, I'm involved with the place. I'm the executive producer there. Obviously, we're just trying to get the place uh, up and running. And because Magic Live was coming in, uh, it's actually the first tours they've ever done there. Uh, they may not be doing any more. So it was a really special time for people wow. to go there. But they. Uh, the new owner is a circus guy called George Carden from the International Circus, and he's uh, I mean, bought the place, spent over over a million dollars doing it up. It looks spectacular, absolutely spectacular. Uh, you know, he, the, the, he he bought a lot of stuff that was the original Siegfried and Roy stuff, filled the house with it. The gardens outside looks looks phenomenal. They've redone redone the grounds. Yeah, I think everybody that went had a great what time. What about some of the furniture? I mean, everything has been taken out of there and sold, I guess. So what do you fill it with? Well, what happened was, obviously, all the, all the main, main, like the costumes and some of the really yeah. expensive stuff went to some collectors. But then the owner... Like Chip Romero, I just saw their... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But but let me tell you, but the, the owner went to great uh, pains to find out where, where they were auctioning everything else off. And, it, and uh, he spent a lot of money. And so everything in the house now is all... Back. He's brought it all back. Wow. So. So uh, all, the, all the furniture and all the, all the other things in the house now are all original Secret and Roy stuff, and it looks... Now, exactly I've been to their home a long time ago, whenever we had a Las Vegas Desert Seminar years I ago. Remember. But in the backyard, of course, they had the animal compound, yeah. basically, and a couple yeah. of pools. That's still there, I guess. Oh, everything's there. It's all been done up. The pool looks... They've redone the, the main tiger pool. looks great. Uh, and all the cages look fantastic. They've they've made it. They've really spent a lot of money. It looks. Did they fun. put pictures in there of what the tigers look like? Well, they've got, they're, I'm not going to tell you what they're there. You didn't, <laughs> you didn't you didn't come on the tour, did you? So I'm not going to tell you. But you know, hopefully one day you'll get over there. No, but this uh, it looks fantastic. And it's uh, although they brought it back to, uh, I would say, I mean, it looks as good as it's ever looked. But uh, they've still got more to do there. You know, it's like everything else. I'm not 100 percent sure how they're going to carry on with it. Only thing to say is that. If this guy hadn't bought it, it probably would have been bought by a developer 
and then knocked down, which is exactly what happened to Little Bavaria, which is literally all knocked down all, you know, and been sold, and it's now 327 condos. So this guy has actually done an amazing thing because the Jungle Palace is the iconic home of Siegfried and Roy. It was the place where they yeah. were, when they were at the, at the height of their careers, that's where they were. They had 20, 20 lions and tigers in there right. and leopards, and it was uh, phenomenal. I thought perhaps somebody that was going to buy it might turn it into a B and B. I mean, that'd be a cool place. Uh, well, the problem is it's a residential area around ah, there, and there's uh, and this you know getting permits and licenses in this sure. day and age is difficult. But we've got good people on it, and uh, I'm very I'm in touch with Lynette Chappelle, who uh, Lynette's a very close friend of mine. She was the leading lady and evil queen of Siegfried right. and Roy. She was the and actually in Siegfried and Roy, kept them together. And she's now involved with it, and uh, so we you know we're, we're giving it our best shot. The, the family, actually, interesting. My my friend Wally Eastwood, who's the host of the V, uh, the the uh, variety show here in town, it's uh, it's his family that have bought it. So he's been working really hard, and we're all we're all trying to trying to make it work. And hopefully there'll be. I have some plans actually for an event next year, but okay, good. Uh, you'll find out about well, it. Well, I was about to say that hopefully this is not the end and we don't ever get a chance again, so something might be in the works for well, us. Well, you know, I'll, anything that's to do with magic I'll be involved with, but uh, we've just got to get we just got to get some permits and licenses sorted. Once that's done, then uh, yeah, you know, fingers crossed. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, Paul, for what all you do and keep magic alive. We do our Especially best. keeping their Sarmodi alive. Well, to be fair, Sarmodi, that's why Siegfried and Roy, masters of the impossible. I should probably put Paul Stone in there, too. Master of the impossible. That was him, Paul Stone. This is Scotty Young. Thank you. We are in the dealer's room right now, and there are how many dealers? 70 or there are a oh bunch of my dealers. Goodness. A lot of them. It's uh, jammed in here. It is. And I'm here with someone who is one of my favorite dealers. Lady also is the editor of the Magic Canon. Right? Editor? Yes. And there she is. Well, I'm editing a pub- <laughs> as our journal, Magical. Julie Ang. There you are. <laughs> and what I just heard is you're going to be the host tomorrow, also co-host. Yeah. We're yeah. going to be working with... So we've got the general sessions for Magic Live, as yeah. you recall. And I've been invited, yeah, to host Monday sessions. So I'm really excited. A great lineup. I can't tip everything right now, but well, I can true. promise it will be a lot of fun. And Monday's my day, so you know it's going to be a good one. Yes. Yep. Well, by the time that this gets uh, posted tomorrow night, because I'm not going to post today's tonight, I'm going to post today's tomorrow with tomorrow's. Oh, my God. It sounds like some kind of magic trick I have to keep (laughs) up with here. It is. So, anyhow, that'll all be done then tomorrow. Are you, just, you say you're just hosting the one. Who's hosting then on Tuesday? So, on Tuesday, Mike Caveney is hosting a section. Yeah. And then on Wednesday, that's Alex Boyce. Are you? Oh, Alex is. That'd yeah, be interesting. Yeah. Now, are you going to be also uh, hosting with uh, Jonathan Levitt like you did before? Yeah, I'm not. This year, I'm on my own because Jonathan's one of the presenters this year. And I, I think he's, I can't remember which day, Tuesday or Wednesday, though. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, it's great. The, the gang's kind of back together, but we're doing different things and we're sharing new Information. It's right. it's really kind of cool to see how much has come back. You know, we're in this you know in person meeting mode again, and it's jammed. Yes, it's a general session, and mine is tomorrow at ten to twelve. And about how many people are we going to be having? Eight hundred people per session. No, 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 I know that. How many people are going to be? Oh, oh, session? excuse me. Um, we've got five. Uh, five. I think there's one that's unannounced, so yeah. that's going to be kind of fun. A surprise. Yeah, 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 but it's going to be great. We've got, you know, you're going to learn something. You're going to hear about stuff. You're going to see maybe some some surprises. You'll see, well, you're going to talk about the great goodie bag. I'm sure you've been telling your listeners all about. I haven't yet, actually. Oh my God. You guys, we have got tell, this. Tell us what we got. We have this fantastic. So we usually get some kind of cool item Good in the swag, goodie bag. Yeah. 
But this year, Stano did himself. He's given us a memory box because this year's theme is all about beginnings. Mm-hmm. So it's fantastic. It's, it's got some secrets inside. There's some things that we're going to talk about that are inside. And I think all throughout the sessions, the general sessions. Oh, okay. So yeah. all will be revealed as yeah. we continue. And it's about, it's about you know, what you want to make. If you read the editorial, it's about you know, a special box where you can use it as a memory box, add things. You think of it as a magic that you want to create or add Because it's to. a puzzle box. So you have to it's have a, a special way. You have to learn how to open it. You have to learn. <laughs> it's got all kinds of secrets in there. You yeah. bet. So go through carefully, Scott, is all I'm going to tip you with. Well, good advice. Uh, yeah, they show me whenever I check in. You know, here's the way, here's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, you'll have to show so. it on a video or something. It's oh, so, that's a good idea. Yeah, it's, it's really fun. And it's something really special that we can really add to as well. And as I said, my session, we were going to talk about one of the cool items inside. When I saw that uh, behind the counter, I thought, oh, we're all going to get cigars. So. <laughs> it looks like a cigar box, yeah. <laughs> I guess you could put cigars yeah. in there. No, it's, it's very cool. And this I really like this year's theme. It's about beginnings. And we've all been through so much. Everybody's sort of really looking for a fresh start in maybe their interest in magic, getting together about magic, trying new magic. Or are we looking back and sort of closing chapters and starting new ones? Right. So it's yeah. a really cool aspect Stan of this. Stan always has a great some sort of a theme that people will remember you know friends or whatever it happens to be yeah. but uh, yeah conversations talking or whatever this is a great one I think of beginnings even like our badges have pictures of us when we were younger you know that's a goofy <laughs> one where's your you picture have, you have got to post this this is fantastic <laughs> sneaky beat magic kid that was what got you into it mine was supposed to read hat not stork is because I was pulled out of a hat not delivered by the stork Although your hair looks kind of a mess right there. So that was the idea. <laughs> kind of a nest. Yes, my mother would agree. <laughs> Mom, you're right. It is. I got to get it trimmed. There we go. So for the Magic Word Podcast, that was our host for tomorrow. That was Julie Yang, Scotty Young. One of the advantages of attending conventions back to back is that we see each other uh, at these different events. Well, one of the guys I saw in New Orleans a couple weeks ago at the SAM convention went one way, and I went another. I went to Colon, and he went across the United States. And that's uh, Bill Walsh, because he's from Australia, and he and Peter Rogers were uh, going to see some other shows, and one of them was to go see Aussie Wind's show. And I said at the time, I want to talk with you afterwards to see how the show was. So here he is. Hey, Bill, how are you? Good, Scott. How are you? Fine, thank you. So how has this last week been well, crisscrossing the country? It has been. But we've seen a lot of magic shows. Um, in New York, we actually saw three. We saw Tatters After Dark, we saw Speakeasy, and we saw the Aussie Wind Show. Uh, I think Aussie Wind Show was the best of the three personally, but the other two were quite good. My only complaint about the whole three is they do it in the dark. They don't really... They they have a light, but not a lot of light. Okay. Uh, And to me, close-up magic should be seen. Now, for example, at the speakeasy, they had only a circle of light, so if they hold the card up, you can't see what the card is if it's outside the circle. And the whole three of the shows were a bit the same way. But... As he wins an excellent show, I would really recommend anyone go and seeing it. It's not cheap, but it's worth it. Yeah, I remember you saying that it wasn't cheap necessarily, and it only seats about 30 people or so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What about the other shows you saw? How many people they see? Um, look, similar amounts. The Probably the Speakeasy a bit more, because they have a lot of performers. Is that the one that Todd Robbins has? It's the Todd Robbins one, yeah. Yep. 
and uh, we went uh, with uh, Peter Samuelson actually and, and saw that and his and his partner uh, and so it was a good show we had you didn't of, get to see Monday Night Magic no because it wasn't on that we were booked in to see it but uh, there was some not a public holiday but something to do that it wasn't on for that weekend but unfortunately, so I missed it. But then in Las Vegas, we made up with it. We've seen lots of shows here. How would you compare that with some other shows, like Darren Brown, some other things you've seen? Um, I haven't seen the Darren Brown show, so I don't know. Yeah, but, I mean, here we've seen some really good shows too. Um, there's there's one called The Magician's Study, uh, which is sort of a, a secret show. You really they don't tell you where it's at until the last minute. And is that in New York also? No, that's here in Las Vegas. Oh, Vegas. Yeah. Um, you did see that? Yeah, we did okay. see that. It was good. Yeah, it was good. The only disappointment for us was it was a an Australian act. Okay. So we, we were expecting something different, but uh, it was, it was a, an Australian living over here to performing it all. That's kind of funny. You had to come all the way from Australia to see it. Yeah. Well, Bill, thanks very much. Good update. Thanks, Scott. Let's see you, mate. So for the Magic Word Podcast, that's Bill Walsh. Scotty out. Michael Chow. Hey there, Scott. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, Michael. It's been a while since I've it seen has, you. Yes. I, I keep going to conventions thinking I'm eventually going to see you and had to come all the way to Vegas then since the last, I've been out of the city The last time I saw you in person was at my apartment, but we won't talk about that. We, yeah. we went to see Darren Brown. That's right. That was a long time. That was too and then, long ago. And then you convinced me, hey, I lost some weight since you had me on your show, right? Yeah. Well, okay. Now you convinced me. I, I do need to for a variety of reasons. So uh, next 90, time you see 90 me. Pounds. 90 pounds. Is that right? Yeah, well, you were chunky like me. I was. He interviewed me on the podcast on video, and I was fighting it. You go, oh, no, you look great. I look fat. Anyway, you're all missing it. You should be here at Magic Live. It's the greatest magic convention ever. It is, and uh, it's been sold out, but there have been some tickets that have been sold, and so you might be able to find something. Uh, if uh, There's uh, like a website, I think, uh, if you go on Facebook, there's a Facebook group that are trying to buy and sell uh, some tickets for at least the day passes and things, so hopefully you might be able to find something, but yeah, if you're not here, you should be here. Or come and hang out in the Orleans at the bar afterwards. There's several people that are doing that. can't work, walk. You can't walk more than five feet and not see somebody that's a legend in the world of magic. Manischak just called me about an hour ago and said, hey, if he's working, he's not coming to, the, to here, but he is going to go to the uh, bar. And he said, I'll see you a little bit later this evening then, too. So. Hey, hey, and I got the former president of the Society of American Magicians in New York right here, Sterling Lee. How you From doing? Parent Assembly 1. Yes. Parent Assembly. What is your name? Sterling. Sterling Lee. Scott, Scott Wells. Pleasure to meet you. Sir. He just retired, and there's a new president, but he just... Uh, so who will the salute to magic be for next year? Oh, you gotta come to the See, look, look. No comment. The most beautiful. No, no. Come here. The most beautiful woman that I know, and what an incredible magician, Jade. Here we go. Right here. Hello. Hi, Jade. Hi. How You've been are on you here guys? a few times in the past. Oh yes. It's good to see you. you. Good to see you. You look great. See, why should I lose weight? She thinks I look great. He looks great. Look at that. He's, He's got a tan. Yeah. He's living the good life. Nice smile. I'm getting around. Why am I looking? Good, home? right? Yeah, yeah, no, you no, you're more. good. I didn't hear a word you said. Tell me more. <laughs> but it's on, it's on tape now. It's on tape. Yeah, that's, that's all right. good. So you enjoying the convention? Yes. 
this is is this one of the larger uh, dealer this, this rooms? This is the largest right now in the U.S. Except for, except for Blackpool, except for Blackpool. It's the largest in the U.S. In because the, US. the one of uh, Magi Fest, I think, has about a thousand. This has sixteen hundred. Yeah, but it's, but, but it's still smaller, yeah. size wise. Yeah, this is phenomenal. I haven't been here. Well, 2019 was my last time, so I don't think the dealer room was this big. But I absolutely love. I've made it down one row so far. Oh, have you? Yeah. Oh, keep shopping. There's a lot more to come. Yeah, it's more. I'm thinking about going back to the room and dropping off some stuff. Just... Bring a bigger bag. <laughs> I'm trying to not buy things, but uh, I want to get Harrison Carroll's book. We're, we love you. Harrison we have to go. I, have to... I gotta go. Yeah, but no, I want to say hello to Mr. Schiller. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, well, over to my right is Scott Schiller and Zoe Ruth from Liberty Magic. Zoe Ruth. Listen, very busy. And so, I'm and, and the one and only Larry Wilson. Larry Wilson is right Legend, here. Legend, Larry Wilson. Yep. And there's Chris Philpott right there. I mean, it's amazing. I, yep. Just look, uh, you can't look is that far Martin Mercy he's talking to? That is Matt Marcy who he's talking to. Exactly right. Great. Yeah. And there's John Bannon over there right next yes. to him. Uh, just trying to glance around. You know, it's an easy eye shot here. So. Uh, yeah, a lot hey, of dealers. Have a great time at the convention, Scott. I am, Michael. It's always good whenever I see you. I'm, I feel good. I'll see you in the halls. Are you going to be? Have you signed up for FISM in Italy? No. Are you going to go then? No. Just, I would because uh, my passport expired. I know it's lame. I'm looking for it. Well, they can make you're, another one. You've, you've been, got time. You've been in my apartment. Yeah. Know, oh well. But I'm finally getting it under control. So. Well, you need an assistant. Wait a minute. You already I got have an, an assistant. assistant. No, no. That will is gone. But Karen is now helping me, my best friend, Karen. Oh, you need all the help you can get, man. I do. I do. <laughs> How many years for uh, you've been producing Monday Night Magic? 26 years now. We're now have a, a new version called Monday Night Magic Close-Up and In-Person. We're in um, Monty's Trattoria in the private dining room in Greenwich Village. It's an Italian staple that's been around over 100 years. And we just signed a deal with the cutting room. I Oh, it's almost finished Pima. to do four shows during the holiday season, and it'll be called Monday Night Magic, the holiday series. Uh, and when's that, just the month of December? Columbus, no, Columbus Day, Thanksgiving, and the last two weeks of December. So yes, we're close. Okay. It's going to be called what again? Monday Night Magic, the holiday series. And it will have a, a theme to it, basically. Um, it will just have great magic, as we always have, but in a really cool new place. During those particular times? Yes. All, only on Mondays, though. Yeah, so yeah. Monday, October 9th, Monday, November 20th, Monday, December 18th, and Monday, December 25th. You heard it here first. There we go. Thank you very much, Michael. Appreciate it. I'm going to talk to Larry here for just a second then, too. If I can get in over here, just uh, a word to Larry then, too. Want to say, want to say hi? We are actually here right now at the Tannins Magic Shop booth, and they are selling the new book. Uh, hey, Chris. What's right. up? It's up. Good to see you, man. How are you? <laughs> it's been a while. What are you, what are you recording? Oh, uh, well, you know, I'm always recording my podcast over oh, here. Okay. So, so uh, hey, Chris Angel right here. Good to see you. Scott. What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Scott Wells, yeah, the right. man, the legend, the myth. So, uh, how come you're not working tonight? Is it Sunday night? I, what are you, you kidding me? Night? I sold out tonight. I'm, I sold out every night this week. I just got done off the stage and I rushed over here because I need to be next to my brothers and my sisters. Well, you, you know what right I mean? Now. What I want to know is when we're going to be able to try your chocolate uh, uh, liquor. When's that going to be available? Oh, well, you know what? It's all available over at Kablip in Overton. So go to Chris Angel's Breakfast, Lunch, and Pizza. It's located in Overton and you can sample everything. 
food's amazing, the cocktails, everything. It's 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 yeah. to die for. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome good. to see you, Scott. God good bless see, you. Yep. Tell Manichek I said hello. Where is he's he? Coming, he's coming for he drinks later tonight. Here. I want to see Okay. <laughs> so, keeping, you never know, as I said, who you're going to run into over here, just like that. So, it's great. I What's enjoy that? your podcast. Oh, thank you very much. And I listen to it online sometimes. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. What is your name? Grady. Grady. Where are you from, Grady? I'm from Florida. Do you get to this convention very often, or is this your first this is magic? My first time. What do you I've think so far? To, uh, Oh, it's great. There's a lot of uh, crazy dealers, like <laughs> unlike other conventions. Yeah, yeah. It's got everybody here, you know. Well, enjoy this. It's good to see you. Glad to meet you. Thank you very much. I'm glad you enjoy the podcast. Thanks for listening. Thank you. <laughs> As I said, we never know who we're going to uh, be running into over here. Let's say hi to uh, Larry just a second. As I said, we we're going to try to get a chance to uh, talk to uh, Larry Wilson right here. But as we do, then there's Tom Borgahan coming in, and then right now. Tom Borgahan, no idea you were talking. That's okay. Barging in as he does. No, that's, that's barging in. It's not Tom Borgahan, not Tom Borgahan. Oh, sorry, sorry. You got barging in. It's a different guy. It would be a great way for people to remember that. That's right. That's right. Barging in. Barging in. I think I could do something with that. Tom barging in. That'd be a good way, kind of, when you do close-up walking into the restaurant. Just barging Yeah, I'm uh, Tom Borgian, but you call me barging in. <laughs> Got a new name there. There you go. I like it. I like it very much. Like you kids go back to talking about what you were talking about. We're talking about you, actually. We're but really talking about Really, from you. across the room? That's yeah. bad. That's, yeah. That is bad, but that's the truth. I'm sorry. <laughs> You know, they just miss Chris Angel. He just walked that way. Just you can follow the crowd. You'll see him. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> no, it was Chris. Oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, I think cool. there's more people here than there have been, but they oh, say there's not. Sure seems like there. Sure yeah, does. Even Norm Nielsen. Right? Chris Hart, keep pushing people around. <laughs> Easy now. Settle down. Put that hand to good use. Settle down. <laughs> So, Larry, uh, so tell me about what's going on uh, with, you, you were working over to Mystique, and uh, then you're working still in Reno with uh, your podcast. Tell me about the other podcast, kind of promote that a little bit about why well, people yeah. should be listening to that. Well, the, the podcast is part of my uh, alternative identity, which is not my plan, but just seems the way, the way it worked out. You know, this uh, professor at MIT, Alan Oppenheim, hired me to train grad students at MIT in advanced communication technique. And it was a gigantic success, and he said, this is what you should really be doing. And I was like, really? And he said, yes. So I developed this whole Wilson method communication training. So now I'm performing as Larry Wilson, comedy magician, right? but then I'm also juggling my time with Wilson method. And part of Wilson Method is, Professor Oppenheim said, you should really have a podcast. And I said, really? And he said, yeah. So I started this podcast called How to Talk to Humans. And it's really about all things that are talked about in Wilson Method. And it just uh, been incredibly successful. I was freaked out about that as well. But the response has been unbelievable. I understand you, Scott, are a devoted listener yes. to how to talk to humans. Yes. So 
That's very... Because that's what I do. You know, my job is talking to humans. Of course. Well, you're a very good communicator. Thank you. You, you already do stuff that seems like you've been through Wilson Method, but I know you haven't. I think you acquired it by their means. That's right. Kind of uh, trial and error, I guess, over the last dozen years. Well, that's how we all did. Sure. I had the advantage. I was working all these years with the biggest stars in show business. Yeah. And I started to realize, oh, they get everything they want sure. in life. And I realized it's not because of talent. It's not because of beauty. It's not any of this. It's because of how they're communicating. And some of them, I could just say, hey, I just saw you do this thing with that person. What were and they'll be able to break it down. Yeah. Now, some of them were working on instinct. They were very unaware of what they were doing. So I could model those people. Yeah. And I have to say, the I'm astonished by the reaction to Wilson Method. I'm... You have a wide listener base, I'm sure. Mine, of course, is limited pretty much to magicians. I mean, non-magicians listen, but anybody who has even a little bit of an interest in magic listens to my podcast. Right, of course. But, but yours has a wider interest because everybody talks to humans. Or at least tries to. <laughs> well, good point. But what I'm astounded by is how a lot of uh, corporations now are reaching out to me. You know this uh, company, Salesforce? Yeah. They just reach out to me about this. Because they said, we have people who have to get up and speak in front of groups, right. and they're terrified. And they can't. I said, well, this is very common. One of the biggest fears, of, uh, public speaking. Apparently the number one fear. Yep. Number two fear is death. Mm-hmm. So in other words, if you're at a funeral and they ask you to give a eulogy, you'd rather be in the box. Now, that's crazy, am I right? Well, you're right. That's crazy. And yet, it's so common. And so, that is something that we work on specifically. But then also, the guys at Salesforce were telling me, you know, everybody on Zoom having a terrible time. I said, well, yeah. There's no exchange of human energy. Very difficult. So now you have to employ facial affect, you have to be able to make eye contact when you can't actually see. I said, all this stuff is very difficult, but the good news is that it's very easy to learn. There you go. It's very, anybody can do it, and it works. That's all it is. So there you go. You've already, you've heard the first episode right there for talking to humans. Well, so. I, I guess so. I guess you <laughs> That's have. That's kind of in a synopsis right there. Yeah. That sounds great. Very good luck and continued success with that then. Thank you. Always good to see you on all the stuff you work on. You're just like a shark. You keep moving, man. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's a compliment in there somewhere. Well, there, yeah. If we just know, I'm teasing you. It's a very nice thing for yeah, you to say. Yeah. And, you know, sharks need love too, Scott. Yeah, and that's what what you got from me. Nothing but love. That's, it's always that way. Always. So with the Magic Word Podcast, that was a bunch of people we just talked to, including this last one, Laurie Wilson. This is Scotty L. Thank you.